That's Don Saladino stuffing his face mm-hmm. with no napkin on his lap, and I'm Zach Ziegler. Mm-hmm. And this is episode 15 of MNF Reps. How are you today? Your hair looks great. My hair looks great? Mm-hmm. Oh, you're just saying that. I am. You're just saying that. <laughs> I'm, you... I'm a little underdressed. I apologize. I came from work. With your new drive shirt, new colors available um, <clears throat> for purchase. <I'm> can you buy those shirts anywhere you could you just you can contact reception at driveclubs.com how much are they i don't even know you don't even know uh, free 25 30 bucks probably i don't know i'm I, I'm, I I'm weird about because i've never i've never technically charged anyone for a shirt everyone i, I like hook shirt I, I, like zach would come in i'd hand you a shirt oh yeah i wear the gray one i would wear the red one do you have a gray one i do i would rather i would wear the red one more than the gray one i'll get you a red one i'll actually i'm gonna get you guys yeah, I'm gonna get you guys. I, I've got a new order. I've got new inventory coming in probably in the next month, and I'll bring you guys you and Pierce a shirt. So definitely. Nice. Um, how are the How are the Hellboy? Did you get to see the Hellboy reviews? It looks like a. Really? Yeah. Oh man, I didn't. I haven't seen Hellboy yet. I want to see that. And I want to see Shazam because I trained Zach Levi. For oh, I didn't know that. <clears throat> He's great. And a buddy of mine's actually one of my my head coach went and saw it. And he said it was awesome. He loved it. Hellboy I didn't see yet. Oh, I hope you'd say that that it was great working with him because I can't picture you saying, "Man, working with him." No, was I just wouldn't say anything. No, shit. I just wouldn't say anything. I would yeah. just, I would just leave it alone. Like, yeah, no, I worked with him. Good, good guy. That's part of. I worked <laughs> with him. And that's it. That's it. No more. What'd you, what'd you think about him? Uh, Rich Squire <laughs> picture looks good over there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but uh, Hellboy, you know what I was, I was shocked about because the Hellboy, because I just put, I put my program, the, the Hellboy program. I'm actually put on my DonSaldino.com site. And Not the. Mm, and um basically um people have been contacting me and they're like well he's wearing a bodysuit why well, how does this make sense you fool like people are, like making yeah like, we got a couple of those too and i'm like we never said dave got ripped we never said what we did uh, this is the program the program got him really strong right like he went from having back pain and not being able to pick up a 24 kilo kettlebell or doing it very like Mindfully, if that makes sense, is that such a word? Mindfully, yeah. And um, Ben Pakulski, be more mindful, man. Be more mindful, mindful bro. Mindful. To pulling 400 pounds off the floor and doing it, with, probably it was probably 90 percent lift. So I was proud because when he put the suit on, he felt like that character. And for me, that's what it was really about. It's not always about like looking like an Abercrombie model, nor the part. Just did not. That's not what the part was. If we started doing that, I would have been fired. The off dude the job. handed you. A picture of a shot putter. A he shot did? putter. And oh, and then two weeks in, they said he's losing too much weight. I said he lost one pound. They said his body's changing a lot for the suit. Yeah. So I said, when's the last time you had ice cream? He's like, a week. I said, go get some ice right. cream tonight. He, I'm like, listen, just my thing is this. Even if we're trying to fatten someone up for a role, which food quality has got to be spot on. I never want the food quality to be crappy. I never want someone to be consuming. Like, if they're going to have ice cream, have like a good – Organic ice cream without all these chemicals and all this crap that's going to cause inflammation. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're going to have chicken, have it like a free-range chicken. Like, if you're going to have vegetables, get organic vegetables. If you're going to have pasta, make sure the pasta is not some crappy blend of, like, white flour and all this junk. Like, get some type of a, you know, a more heartier, healthier, nutrient-based food. I want you, even if you're trying to get put body fat on, which I've trained people for, um, you got to have nutritious foods. Are there specific rules you give somebody when they want to work with you and they have to, for food quality? Do you have like a set of, is it like a template you give them? Yeah, I, I just, you know, it, I, it really depends on the individual. If they're not a type A person, like type A is, yeah, I can be as detailed as we want, but if it's someone who's like, uh, I'm like, listen, just the least amount of ingredients, 
Like, these are the foods we want to go with. Let's start here. Let's start the first week. Let's start with some basic foods that I want you to consume. And then after a week, I'm like, how is it? It was a little boring. I'm like, all right, let's implement this now. And, you know, if they're trying to pack some size on, I might have them consume, you know, uh, you know, a brown rice pasta or a pasta made out of garbanzo bean. I'm just making this up. Just something that's a little bit, you know, um, a little bit more nutritious and it's not going to, you know, mess with their digestion or their brain function or whatever, you know, so, but, you know, nutritious foods. I mean, it's really, really pretty simple. Are you still eating clean? Yeah. You were eating clean for, what are you eating clean for? I've been eating clean. I've been eating clean for 20 years. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, you said like last week or was it two weeks ago? You'd been on a very strict diet for, or maybe meal plan. Is more I, you know what it say. was? The diet stayed the same. I just eliminated for five or six weeks. I eliminated like any cheat meal, or I eliminated any like if I if I was to consume alcohol in five weeks, maybe once or twice. I eliminated. So you just could, drink the mouthwash, and that yeah, would that be was it. it. That yeah. was it. That well, was sometimes it. that's tasty. Yeah, you know, the minty blue. And that your breath was terrific in that in that week. Um, I appreciate I, that. I knew it from this this far. Thanks for pointing that out. Yeah. Are you a blue minty mouthwash guy or are you a green spearmint? Was it blue mint or? I prefer mint? the blue mint, but I I'm not picky. Um, I would do actually. Or. You know what? Recently, and this is this is breaking news. I'm using the purple one with no alcohol. <laughs> Something to be said oh, about that. The worst. Why do you no, even tell people? No, no. There's something to be said about that. I mean, those those are the little things that you can control. You're laughing. Start cutting back on that shit. <laughs> I, I didn't even buy it. My wife bought it. Oh yeah, but but put it this way: you start with the mouthwash. What about the deodorant? So a lot of us out there we use deodorants with like toxic metals in it. I do. And in every more day, metal the better. Yeah, more metal the better. And no. But I want, yeah. you start cutting back on these little no. things. I did the natural the I did the natural deodorant for a while, and I stunk. I, my pits were they, disgusting. They have some good Rancid. ones out there. They have some good ones out there. Okay, but they, I mean, I tried. I did it, and it didn't work. You chose a bad one. Yeah. Oh, I chose all, all 10 of them that I tried, because I, I used to work. You didn't try a, 10 of them. I did, too, because I used to work. Oh, I didn't? Exactly 10. More than 10, most no, likely, no, because no, I worked no. at a place where I was sent these types of products to test, and I did. And, and you never had one that worked? Uh, I stunk all my no, wife. No, I find they work in I different environments. I would ram her head directly into the pits. And aside from the turn on, she would tell me every time She's how bad they smell. Yeah, she that, is. So. She loves it. I mean, she look. Look at this disgusting, sweaty man that she's <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's married to. But no, for, for real, I, I have tried a handful. And I did find that it didn't really work well. And uh, so when I was sent a bunch of Old Spice products, uh, free plug... Uh, I tried those and they worked amazing. No, I don't know. I just kept using them because I'll use them until they run out, and then I'll probably use whatever's left. I'm lazy. But save that. You know what I would do? I would save that stuff for when you're like throwing a suit on, or when you're like you're really kind of confined and restricted. And I can count on one hand the the amount of times I wore a suit last year. Well, I mean, like if I'm going to the gym, like I'll I'll use a aluminum free. Well, you suit up. I suit. Uh, <laughs> see that? In my wedding gown. Let me put. Three minutes on the clock, and if we go three minutes, cool. If not, screw it. But I want to talk about spotters. That's a fun uh, conversation. Yeah. What do you think about spotters? Do you, do, you, do you ask for a spotter in the gym? No, because I don't go heavy usually anymore. Back when I did, yes, I would, because uh, I don't like to crush myself underweight, you know? Uh, but at the same time, I also didn't want to be hypocritical because I don't <laughs> – I'm an asshole in the sense that if I see somebody needs a spotter – I am going to avoid eye contact at all costs. I don't want to be bothered right now in the gym because I go to a gym that I don't necessarily like to go to and I don't have a lot of time mm-hmm. because I go during the day most of the time. So that's a terrible excuse. Uh, I'm just a jerk. 
How's that? Uh, I don't want to. No, do but I get it. I mean, you you go to the gym and you get in a zone, and you and this is kind of like your church hour, and you want to be left alone, and it's a time to be able to be mindful. Yes. And to focus on yourself and get a little selfish. And I understand. I mean, the only time I ever get bothered, I, I never get bothered. No, that's a lie. Um, the only time I would ever get bothered if someone asked me for a spot is if I was doing some type of work capacity program where I had like time sets yeah. and it was actually interrupting with my workout. But if I'm deadlifting or squatting or benching when I usually like to take a little bit more time and someone comes over and I'm about to go and they're like, can you give me a spot? I'd be like, fine. Like right. it's, it's probably going to do me like a, I'm a little antsy as it is. And I normally kind of jump into the set a little bit too quick. So it's probably helping me. But yeah, no, I don't, I don't get it. That being said, I, I've never turned anybody down either. Yeah, so no, 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 no. I, I I always say yes because I feel guilty, but I mean. Well, also, if they got hurt, you'd feel pretty. I don't know if you'd feel uh, bad or not. I'd laugh. <laughs> no, I, I would. I'd feel bad, and then uh, well, no, I would just be like, why didn't you ask me for a spot, idiot? No, I would. I would. Uh, I would feel bad, but I I also see, you know, I've also been the the victim of a lot of mis shitty spotters, a lot of mistakes when I have asked for them. Right. Uh, a lot of people who just grab the bar and just rip it up, and it's oh, like it's terrible. Yeah, people don't know how to spot. But yeah. I, I, I always, I, I also ask, why are they asking? So why is someone asking me for a spot? Yeah. Are they asking for a spot because it's too heavy? Are they asking yeah, me for well, a spot because they're trying to grind out an extra couple of reps? Mm -hmm. I argue that for what they're training for, do they need the spot? Now, listen, if it's a newbie and they're trying to challenge themselves and they're like, listen, this is the heaviest ever gone. I'm a little nervous. I just want you there to just got great awesome or if something goes wrong can you pull this bar off me great no problem but i think when people get into their heads that they they yeah. want a spot because they want to continually force reps right that i question depending on what their goal is if they're a bodybuilder and they're trying to torch the muscle great I, but i don't know like there's so many variables that should determine whether someone's training to failure or not so i think a spot yes if someone for safety purposes if they want to squeeze out a, a, a rep or two um, if they're trying to go for a PR or they're trying to challenge themselves or if they just feel insecure about it, then yeah, absolutely. But if someone's always relying on a spot to help move the weight, I think that's bad. Mm -hmm. I think they need to also understand that, you know, scale back a little bit and control the weight on your own. I think you're right. We do need to actually add a little more time here. Yeah, so yeah. Keep, keep um, I think another, uh, I also <clears throat> used it when I had uh, my labrum repaired and my biceps repaired yes. on, the same, on the same side. Well, that's danger. Well, that's more can, of a, a confidence factor. Anytime there. I came back, I, and it didn't matter what I was doing, I asked for a spot yeah. because I wanted to just have somebody there uh, just in case, in case something gave out, in case something bad happened. And, you know, and that was it. It was just a safety factor and it made me feel better and more. It did add confidence. And most of the time, I think people, they they do throw that in there when they do ask. It's like, hey, uh, you know, just in case I should be able to get it, and that does kind of you know justify what they're what they're doing. But it's also like if somebody's sitting there loading on shit tons of plate plates, and it's just me, it's like you gotta you gotta recruit some other people. Yeah, there. and you also have to understand who who you're asking. Yeah. Like I would trust you to ask you for a spot. Yeah. Now I've seen people call on spots and they. The guy like Pee Wee, yeah. No, 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 it's not even Pee Wee. Guys are grabbing bars with one hand. Yeah, they're not necessarily guiding. Or like, I saw recently a buddy of mine sent me a video of himself squatting, and the guy spotting him from the side, and he's literally coming out of the hole, and the guy's standing there like about to assist him on the right side of the bar, and I'm going. What are you doing? And I message my friend. I, I I go, your squat looks good, right. but the trainer you're working with is a moron. And he was like, why? I'm like, he's spotting you from the right side. 
Yeah. You can't, like, if you have two spotters, I would even say, like, if you're powerlifting and you're getting under a ton of load, yes, get someone behind you, get two people to the side, and it's for the sole purpose to get that weight up I mean, if you're not coming up. But you're, you're not forcing reps when you're doing a powerlifting hundred. but the spot from one side is, is idiotic, and if you're asking someone for a spot right. and they don't understand or control the tension, mm-hmm. like, then what's the point in even forcing that rep unless it's for safety purposes? And I learned uh, how to spot by doing it wrong for somebody else, right. you know, when I was younger, because I didn't know, no one taught me. And when someone yelled at you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what, what happened. What, what did he say? He was like, don't you ever do that? No, he was just like, you know, thanks, but that was terrible. And I was like, well, what did I do? And he, he explained, like, just keep me moving. Like, yeah. I don't want you, you know, don't don't just take five pounds off, yeah. take two and a half pounds yeah. off. He's like, just don't take know, 30 pounds yeah. off. He's like, like you, you know, know, if you see me struggle, don't like, don't let me fail and then pull the whole thing up. He's yeah. like, you know, just keep me moving up and then, you know, then I'll, I'll call it. Right. I, you know, that's I would it. say the key is not to allow the weight to move that, back down. Yeah. South. Like, don't fall back into that eccentric. I was letting it just like, Help, help. And like, some of the guys like it. one hand, yeah. you're like, come on, man. I was like, you can do it. And he was like, no, I can't. No, no, I'm done. Once like, once yeah, the weight starts so going weak. in that reverse direction, you are you are done. Yeah, So that, but that was a good lesson. I mean, it was embarrassing to learn that way, but it was also good to learn that way. I have as much of a problem with that as in if someone starts talking to you during a set. Like yeah. if I'm if I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm pulling weight or I'm squatting or I'm benching and it's serious and they come over and they start talking, I've I've I've, I've yelled at people before. Yeah. Yeah, literally. Because it can be dangerous if you lose focus. But my friends used to try to make me laugh. Yeah. But we were younger then. Yeah, it doesn't matter. And, you know. Now I'm all, you know. Yeah, now I'm like, you know, don't you here, ever, yeah. just ever do that shaking again. Shaking my fist exactly. at them. No. Yeah. But back then I probably would laugh. It's a good topic, though. It really is. Thank you. That wasn't mine. That was actually Pierce. Pierce and Daniel. Pierce is pretty smart. Daniel's pretty smart, too. Welcome. What about me? Okay. <laughs> uh, thanks a lot, Don. I like the I, I like the topic though, and I think people should not frivolously ask for a spot. Yeah. I think frivolously ask for asking for a spot can actually be almost almost as as harmful. It really can because if you start pulling the weight or you start spotting unevenly, you can cause some serious injury. If someone's squatting and you pick the bar from the right side, yeah. and you've got some weight on your back, I can assure you it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> like something bad's gonna happen. You're better off just as you go down, letting the weight come off your back, than having someone spot from one Which side. Which I've seen numerous times people do because it's, as you said, it's a lot, probably a lot safer and easier to do that than just to. One of my one of my coaches the other the other day, we had a video of it. We were joking around because when he he's like, listen, if I hit failure, like just get your ass out of the way. I don't want help up. Like it, I'm better off just letting it go. He's a very explosive guy, and we put together a little video series of like him deadlifting and like almost knocking me over because I didn't because he jumped back and he ran into me or like dropping the bar and I'm like jumping out of the way of the bar. We made a total joke of it, but you know, with me and him, it's fun. How um, are you like a super stressed out guy? No, are you? Yeah, yes. I am. You were the the good thing about you. I, th- I think it's a. I'm not saying it's a good thing to be stressed, but the good thing about you is that you you really take ownership over your job and what you do, and you take a lot of pride in how things come out. You're not sitting here with the magazine like, oh, I'm just going to put out some piece of shit. Like, you bring your work home with you. Well, and I think not, that says a lot about someone. I mean, the, the I guess the, the thing is it's not just one thing. It's like there's a, there's a lot of moving parts to it. There's... There's the magazine component. There's also a lot of things we're trying to overhaul here, like yeah. especially on the digital end, and that sure. takes a lot of time, especially on the video end. I mean, yeah. we just we just upstarted this, and that was because we had some some new 
some new people come on board. We we were able to create the space, which used to be my office. Actually, this place, this place doesn't. <laughs> and um, I remember day one when we were taping the. Uh, yeah, we we, we were in the, another room yeah. with a with a with a screen behind us, and it looked like we were yeah, in a junk room. And I, I looked at it, and my eyeballs vomited. Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So I mean, there's more to it. So there's probably better ways for me to handle it than to go home and cry myself to sleep. No, um, (laughs) and to scream into pillows. But um, yeah, I mean, in terms of stress management, I know that there are things like um, you know, we were talking to Taro, the the mushroom man. You know, those have I I have started using implementing. How you liking them? Uh, yeah, I, I like them. I like them a lot. Yeah, I do. I, I want to start to use the ones to sleep better because I don't sleep very well at all, ever. The Rishi. Yeah. He said the Rishi. I've been doing the Rishi at night. I've been doing the Chaga in the morning, and I, I'll mix in the other two when I feel like it. See, that's good that you said that because I didn't really know how to say it right, so I would have just danced around yeah, how to same. say it. Um, Rishi. But yeah, that's um, I've started to take um, the stack, Yeah. and I, I really, I don't know if it's working or not. Hopefully, just in my head, I'm telling it me it is, but I don't sleep very well. And that's always been an issue for me. Right. And, you know, having a newborn doesn't help that. No. But, um, you know, so that's something that uh, that I'm working on right now. But I don't know, you know, what, what do you tell your clients when, you know, they tell you that they're having issues with stress? Because I know that you factor that into how you train them. I think it's the first, I mean, it's the first thing that we should, the, the, the first couple of things we should be speaking to a client about is, I think, in my opinion, is sleep and it's digestion. You know, are you regular? Are you, um, how do you feel like you're processing your foods? And, and you know, is it is it moving through? How detailed does that discussion get? It's detailed. It's yeah. actually a little, you know, it's one of those things where it could be uncomfortable if you weren't comfortable with talking about it. Yeah. I mean. Are you like. I, you no, I'm not like, like, I'm not saying they're talking about stool size, but. Are you like, is but it like yes, a snake? I've gone into is it, it more serpent-like? Yeah, is it kind no, of I like mean, a it's something that bat? you really have to get into. And, I, and I, but, <laughs> but you want to know, I, I never want to make the person feel comfortable. So it really depends on like yeah. who, who you're dealing with. And right. It's, it's something where you feel like there's a real issue, then I'll get my new nutritionist involved and they'll start having that and they'll have that conversation about serpents and and baseball bats mushy or is it you know (laughs) like it's disgusting yeah Yeah, i was waiting for you to at least go come to my level of like uh but sleep but sleep and recovery but sleep and recovery it it really is it it, it's 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 everything and actually can't mention any names but a client i'm working with recently he's been you know somewhat adamant in the gym and he just yeah that's all i'm telling Mm. his his body for a period of time was feeling worse and worse and he's always he was always kind of leaning back to uh, an exercise or a list of exercises to be a savior, and it really just came down to the amount of stress in his life, and he became such a breather, you know, up here and always having that like anxiety, mm-hmm. that paranoia, always being shortness of breath, and you know, the diaphragm is one of the largest muscles in the body, and it's something that we need to expand, and we need those ribs to move. And if you look at your baby and how your baby breathes. It's perfect. And we, as we get anxiety and we get tension, we start breathing up here. So when we start losing the ability to really control this area down here, shit starts going wrong. Yeah. And, and the body starts, you know, hurting and there's aches and the body starts tightening up. And listen, I, and, I've, and I've talked about this, you know, during, our, during one of our reps episode, how I've, I've gone away on trips to where I've gone golfing and just didn't do any fitness and I've come back more flexible and my mm-hmm. body's been more looser. And that's why people are like, oh God, I'm relaxed. I just feel loose. 
Yes, because you're giving your opportunity and your nervous system just a opportunity to, to release the parking brake. You're driving around with a parking brake on all day. Now we're releasing that parking brake. Everything else is just going to flow and it's going to move much easier. And I think it, it, without getting scientific, that's the easiest way to describe it. And that's why a lot of these – some of these fitness experts now or, the, or um, physical therapists or chiropractors are really discussing. They're really talking about the importance of breathing. And you'll have other people say, well, I breathe every day. And I'm like, yes, you do breathe every day. But I've used that joke right. numerous it's, times. Exactly. Are it's, you breathing correctly? It's never funny. It's, it's never funny. Are you breathing correctly? And I think as people start implementing some correct breathing into their lifestyle for a few minutes a day, they start realizing that, wow, the body's feeling a little better. I'm feeling like I'm moving a little bit better. My recovery is a little bit better. And guess what? I am, I am improving. And improving can mean through body composition. Improving can mean through mobility. Improving can mean from a prehab or a rehabilitation standpoint. Um, your nutrition could be improving because now that you're breathing, your digestion's improving. Your regularity's improving. Your sleep's improving. So I think we really, I think we're starting to get there. Yeah. I think we're starting to, to really see out there that, yes, breathing is really important the right way. And you're going to start seeing it. It's, it's unavoidable. You're going to start seeing bodybuilders and more athletes, and, and they're doing it. I just don't feel like it's as mainstream as it's going to be in a few years. But isn't it interesting that it's something free that you can do? If you work on it, that can for, yeah. that can actually have a huge impact. Yet I feel like a lot of us, myself included, sometimes it's not sexy. Right, sometimes look for something that we have to spend money on, or something that's like that you can add to your regimen somehow. Well, let me ask you a question: When yeah. you when you go to the gym, if the first thing I was telling you to do is to lay down and put your legs up and start breathing into your ribs and expanding your belly and ribs for three minutes, I mean that doesn't seem like the most exciting thing. And a lot of times you're getting in, you're like, I want to get in, I want to get pumped up, and I want to get out. I'm trying to get my body sympathetic. I'm trying to get my body, get that adrenaline going. And, you know, there's even been certain people, well, why are you going to get your body parasympathetic? Why are you trying to calm your body down before you start training? Because it's going to help get everything into a good position. And it's going to allow for you to be successful. You're removing the brake before you're going to race the car around the track. And yes, well, when do I throw it in? Before or after? You can throw it in before, you can throw it after, you can throw it before bed, which is going to help you sleep. You can throw it in first thing in the morning. That's the beauty of it. Uh, you know, you can really throw it in a lot, but we're just, again, it's not sexy. Okay. What about, um, what about, let's see, what about therapy? You ever go to a therapist? Mental therapist? Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually used to, God, I, I, I used to see one. Man, it might have been eight to ten years ago. Some of the best money I've ever spent. Yeah, but I remember at the time I was, you know, now I'm 42. So, God, it's probably early. Yeah, you probably about 30, 32 years old. Day over 35. Okay. It's just my birthday. Uh, today? No, Monday. Shit, I forgot. I missed it. Sorry. The only guy who missed it. The only human being who missed it. <sighs> Piece of shit. Sorry, man. It's okay, man. I, I still love you, man. Did you go with the? You ever go with Everest? Yeah, I go. All the, I go. Every I love week. it. Every week. I love it, but I, I stopped going because my guy retired. Ah, I've gone through many of them. Uh, wherever I've lived, I find therapists to go to. I think it's great. Yeah, but I, I also, I'm not the type of person that, like, the stereotypical, like, go lie on a couch and, like, uh, you know. Dump all your problems like it's confession. No, right? I go there to seek answers to things as to why I react certain ways or to why I'm, you know, why I've, I either feel a certain way about something, why I'm reacting a certain way about something or why I feel like there's some inertia in me to yeah. why, you know, like, so, or why I can be really intense about some things. But then I, I feel I don't 
accomplish enough in other areas. Like mm-hmm. that stuff will irk me to right. just to it'll make me insane. So I go there trying to figure more out about me to become more um, to become more optimized, really to become better more and, and yeah, more, more mindful. And um, you know, so something recently that uh, was discussed between me and my therapist was to actually create a plan that takes better care of myself, um, like in terms of stress. So because she could see that I will drive myself insane because I will nitpick so much shit when it comes to all of the, the different compartments <clears throat> that we're trying to do here um, at Muscle and Fitness, specifically um, get a lot of initiatives off the ground. Mm-hmm. So I, when you talk about breathing, I, I've been told by numerous people and some therapists that I'm a shallow breather, meaning like I will get so zoned, yeah, yeah. I'll get so, so zoned into what I'm doing that like I don't really breathe. And yeah. it affects creativity. It affects yeah. my clarity. Yeah. And I know this, and I still can get so wrapped up that I don't remember to breathe. So I need to carve out time during the day to breathe. I, I took TM classes, Transcendental Meditation classes. I took them when I was living in Los Angeles. And even that has fallen by the wayside. So that's something that I need to revisit. Um, my wife has taken them as well, and we both decided that it was difficult when our daughter Olive was born. She's run where's the pants in the family now um or the diapers i guess but you know now i thank you Uh, we'll be here for the next hour uh and i want to uh you know i need to revisit that because it's not horseshit you know that stuff can really help get you on track to become better at everything including better at lifting including better at uh, just training and feeling better and just becoming life yeah life i went to um it was funny i remember God, it was years ago. I went to a Tony Robbins. I went to his UPW. His, I think it was called his Unleash the Power Within conference. I was uh, three, four days. Maybe. How much did that cost? I don't even remember. So three, four days, maybe five days. I don't five remember. grand? No, I don't think it was that much. No, no. But I, but I went, and it was, I mean, it was exhausting. I mean, you would one day we got into a room into a conference room at eight a.m. We didn't leave until two a.m. the next morning, <laughs> and we, it was those type of hours. But I do remember something. He literally brainwashes you yeah. into this positive thinking, into this, into this realm, into this really happy place to where when I got back home, first off, everyone ended up getting sick because you were just so worn down and sleep deprived. <laughs> but I remember for several weeks after, I felt like nothing can go wrong. Yeah, I felt like everything was, even like the other day, like I came, like my wife's like, what are you doing on your birthday? Are you working? I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go to work. Like the kids are at school. I, I, I love work. I'm gonna go in. And like everyone's like, happy birthday, happy birthday. And you feel like you're in a good mood and you're just kind of moving around. You're like, all right, it's a half day today. Nice day. Work out, couple clients, get a bunch of work done. It was so productive because everything was just so positive of that day nothing was really there wasn't any bad thoughts there wasn't any negativity going through your head and i remember my wife asking was like how was your day i was like i was like it was amazing like it sounded funny but it was like you know it wasn't because i was getting birthday wishes or no it was more because my head was in such a good spot that when i was approaching things there was no negativity my creativity was great stuff on my weekly checklist like i have a like a like a like a, a list that i called shit like basically call it shit. Like it's just things that are weighing on me. Yeah. And it's in the back of my book. And anytime something's weighing on me or giving me stress, I write it down. That was per a good buddy of mine, who's a who's a who's a um, a, a big private equity guy. And I wrote it down. And um, I remember that day. I think I, I had like 15 things on that list, and I think I cleared off like six or seven of them. 
the things I just didn't think I was going to get done or it was taking time and I was just able to get it done. And it's just, it's incredible what the mind can do and people don't give it enough credit. Like you, you said, creativity. Do you think that the Tony Robbins brainwashing session was worth it? Oh, no, absolutely. No, I, I had more takeaways from it. There was, I, I mean, some people are like, well, isn't he a snake oil salesman? I'm like, there's nothing negative about that. Like, yeah. I was I was huge into it. I loved it. It was an amazing experience. So it you, was, you enjoyed the snake oil? I enjoyed the snake oil. No. And, it, and it worked, and it's, and it's helped. And it so opened my that? eyes to certain things about it. And so say what you want. I mean, I had a really good response to it. Anyone I've ever spoke, I've never spoken to anyone who's gone to it who Me had either. A bad, this who is had the a first bad, time I've ever spoken to somebody who's gone to it. I've only seen it on... TV. No, I was saying I never spoke to anyone who's gone to it who hasn't had a good response. Oh, I've never spoken to anyone who's gone to it. Oh, so really? this is this is the first time. My brother went. I went. I have a bunch of friends that went. They were all. Like, I'm just curious how much it cost. And how, what do you eat there? Like, do you have to pack a lunch? Technically, or, you're supposed to. Or, I just they give you like gruel. Yeah. What What I ended up doing was I like would a Tony eat Robbins breakfast sandwich. and dinner. <laughs> breakfast and dinner. Like they 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 give you like. Uh, honestly, like a half hour, hour breaks, you just run out and get food and you bring yeah. bars, you pack crap that you normally wouldn't eat. It didn't even matter. You're just, it does, it's like th- those few days, thank God I didn't have a prep going on because you're just trying to hold on for dear life and yeah. just get through. I mean, every 10 minutes he's having you stand up and like scream and dance and people are like crying in the crowd and you're like, well, yeah. it's really emotional. It's crazy. It's, it's, there was something that I did in high school. It was called Search and they sent you away for a weekend mm-hmm. and they basically kept you up the entire time and they would keep you up so you would start to tell people all of like your problems and all of your secrets and all that stuff <laughs> i think i was the only person that didn't sh- get up and share stuff i just couldn't do it i just felt it's like not for everyone. no 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 yeah i just i mean i really i don't know they couldn't pull it out of me i think and, it's important i think it's important to be able to voice things that are in your head insecurities to someone yeah i think it's like when you keep these this shit all bunched in i just i feel like it's a recipe for disaster someone ends up cracking for sure really good to have a sounding board but i can do that but what i didn't want to do was air dirty laundry about my family or my friend like they they were really trying to pull shit out of you which is like no I, i mean i was very comfortable with my myself and my insecurities and who i was i still am and the thing is it's like i don't mind I don't mind telling people those because it's like, that's just part of me. Mm. And if that bothers you, like, tough shit. Yeah. And if it, it, it's it's fine. Like, and that, I, I, I like those conversations because those to me are, are more meaningful than somebody talking to me about, like, the Mets or something. No offense. I know you like the I like the Mets, too. But it's like, Mets. I don't, you know what I mean? I, if somebody starts talking to me about sports, that's when I start looking for the door or heading for the oh, really? hills. Yeah, Interesting. I, yeah, I don't. So you want a little more substance when you're having a conversation. You yeah. want people who are going to really kind of let it out there. And you... Sometimes. And sometimes I just uh, don't want anybody to talk to me at all. And, yeah, and that's so, fair also. But, yeah. I mean, I think that's you. And I don't think it's a yeah. bad thing. I just think that's who you are. And... Right. You know, sometimes I have to be aware that I'm going into a situation and if my head's in a bad spot, I've lately been trying to, you know, just kind of recognize that and say, listen, you're going in here right now. You're already (laughs) kind of in a bad place. Like, it's your goal right now to do this or it's your goal to just take a deep breath and handle it and just relax and you know, I know it sounds like bullshit, but I think just being mindful, we're using that word again, I think just being mindful of what's going on is kind of step one. Yeah. And I think that's what we got to do. And some people just, some people don't care. Right. Some people can go out and, you know. I'm have, not allowed to say that because you get angry with me when I say I don't care. No, some people don't care. You know. <laughs> no, it's just, I just question whether you do care or not. Oh, like, yeah? I really don't care. 
Yeah. You're like, I really don't care. I'm like, all right, well, do you or don't you? Because oh. how you're saying it right now, it makes it sound like you're, oh. you're annoyed. Oh, so you think, oh, okay. So you, you, don't, you don't know whether to believe me or not. So you think I'm, I have like a good poker face or a bad poker face? I think a bad poker face. Really? <laughs> See, but you, yeah, you don't know if I'm I was only, just saying that. So Zach, relax. I'm just joking. See? <laughs> oh. I'm only kidding. That's interesting. That was a joke. That, was a joke. that is interesting. Uh, I wanted to throw this out there because this is something I see on a lot of websites, including our own. Um, you ever get, you ever see those clickbaity articles about like how to pick up women at the gym? I don't even read it. I don't even know. I, I don't know if I've ever read one of them. I, I want to see who are the guys writing those articles. Also, who's, I, I, first of all. Do that, they get like a ton of tail? Like, do they know? Like, are they like, are, they, uh, are these guys writing those articles? Like, you should know. You have guys at the magazine writing them. Well, they're, Bring they're, them in. Fr- they're freelance writers writing them. I don't oh, know. So I want to see, I want to see these guys track record. Like, are they. Do they go into bars and like land women all the time? Do they have like, are they totally confident? Do they have like just nice swag to them? Do you want me to go on a limb? I'm going to say no. No. Yeah, no. No. Uh, because it, there, what I think what it's goes like on trying is, to give Hall of Fame hitting advice from yeah. someone who's never played a day right. of baseball in their life. And the thing is, it's like, I mean, that's, first of all, I'm somebody who grows on you like fungus. Like, I, I think it takes a minute to, for me to warm up. Like, you know, like I'm I've always so, liked you from since day oh, one. Zach. Oh, you say that to all the guys. So, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't just walk in and like knock it out of the park with a lot of times. Like, a, a kind of it's a slow burn. So, yeah. I'm not going to walk in and like get on like a treadmill or an elliptical, like, and hey. come up with some, some yeah. hilariously, like, wildly funny line Witty. and win you over. So, it's like, I don't even know. Like, do people actually try to do that shit? Do, do, have you noticed that? Have you first of all, have you ever done that? Have you ever tried that before you were married? Obviously, but I mean, I don't know. Back in your back in your playing days when you were like, I never a, tried. Never, you know, throwing I never, the old I, pill around. I never, threw, <laughs> I never, I never, I never threw lines. No, I don't even, I don't even I never, know what to I say. No, I don't even know. Like I, I, people ask me, like, what's the best line you ever heard? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> I can't even tell you what the best line I ever heard was. I just don't even. Just be natural, man. You were like, know. I'm Don. You seen these? Like, not really. You seen these hairs? No. Hairs. <laughs> you see my pink banana hammocks that I'm wearing. Do I keep kicking you? I keep I kicking me, dude. Sorry. No, it's all right. I'm I'm very underdressed today. I'm in like this very casual. Well, you're not wearing pants. I'm not. I'm not wearing underwear either. <laughs> so you ne- so so you never tried that. You never you never no. tried to. No, me neither. No. Even when I met my wife, it was. No, it was like, hey, <laughs> it was like no, it was. No, she was she was uh, she was at a wedding. I was at a wedding, and we just started BSing. It was you, just like a conversation. You're not going to believe this, but no women have ever hit on me at the gym either. <laughs> no woman has ever hit on you at the gym. No. Shit. No. Are you see? I don't know if you're if you're lying or not. Believe me. Maybe maybe it's because you're you're giving that fuck off vibe in the gym where you don't want maybe they saw you rejecting a spot and they were like oh he's mean i think it's because i walk around like this you know spot people so i'm not gonna go talk to him i think that's probably it because i think usually they ask me for a spot and i say get the fuck out no you know what i find with women (laughs) (laughs) i try to keep it a straight face you know what you know what i do find with women is when i'm in the gym i do not have an agenda to pick up a woman yeah and sometimes i'll I'll walk by someone in the gym and we'll make eye contact and i'll just they smile like whatever. They're very friendly, no big deal. And sometimes they'll be like, almost like you're trying to pick them up. But I'm then, like, like ah, but, but no. then you, but then you notice the eye contact, and then like as you're walking away, are you like, like you're no, no, like, no, no, I don't do any fucking. Like, no, but 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 there's no, but there's no intention on my end. Like I'll, I'm just right. But I, I think a lot of times they're, 
their guard is up or like the other day my workout partner and I we were at Bev Francis powerhouse and this woman's working out and she's on this she's on this plate loaded lap pull down that Tony and I wanted to get so we went over there I'm like excuse me um um I'm like I'm sorry how many more sets do you have and she and she looks at me and she goes quite a few and Tony and I were like and we go over and we start and we start yeah. setting up and as we're setting up by the time we finish setting up she's off the machine already Oh. And my buddy Tone looks at me and goes, quite a few, quite a few. We just walk around the gym like the rest of the session. Like, Tony, you want more weight? Quite a few. It's like, I think it's the only words that we said to each other. But like, relax, like, yeah. like chill out, like get off your horse. We're not hitting on you. We don't care. We really don't care, right. as you would say. We're in there. So my priority going into a gym is to train. Mm-hmm. Okay. I am, I'm a married guy and I'm not, I'm not interested. So, you know. Do you smiling. want me to make that announcement? I'll go in there and I tell them. I want you to. It's just, right. it, gets, it gets annoying. It's like, but yeah, I think... But I think we've been talking about is, certain guys that they have egos, and I'm like, some, a woman does that, that's pretty egotistical. I, I think something you said is right on. I've never gone to the gym wanting to find Quite a, a partner. You know, like you're wanting to find somebody to hook up with. I've always had a other agenda is to, to train. Going to the gym to work out. Yeah, I'm training. I, I have a plan to get in and get out. I'm not somebody who goes to, to like a Gold's Venice or a Bev's and hangs out all day. I have shit to do. Oh, no, dude. I don't even want to. I'm not even there to like yeah. some some uh, drive. Yeah. My club in the beginning when we opened up was a very male-dominant club because you had golf in there. You had a, you've seen the fitness floor. You got a great fitness floor, but mm-hmm. it was way heavier with with men. Yeah. Men were coming in more, more male golfers, uh, I think, in the city. And obviously, it's a, it's a fast-growing sport with women now. But 14 years ago, it was a little bit different. So I think 70% of the club was male. Okay? Yeah. And some guys would come in Any early sword on. sword fights? And, no. No, okay. sword fights. Okay. And in the beginning, some guys would come in and be like, yeah, but there's no women in the club. And I'm like, so dude, what? do you want to... Like, do you want to improve or do you want to, are you here to look at women? Like, well, I want, I want both. I'm like, no, you really don't. Because if you're coming to a gym to improve and get better and your and your driving factor is women, yeah, then I think you got to reassess your priorities and you got to sit there and analyze why you haven't been improving in the first place. Yeah. You go into the gym, I'm there to work. I'm focusing nothing on the work that the task I have at hand and my, and my team that I'm training with. And I'm in there, we're trying to have a good time and move around and push each other and but not at one point am I sitting there. Is it, is it Plus, become an eye candy thing? How hot were the guys? Unbelievable. That's what I'm thinking. So I mean, you got it's like best of like yeah. That. Full. Well, with then the, what are they the complaining about? With the slingshot bikini. <laughs> Man, oh, sounds like they oh, they had it made. They a great steamer. That but I think I think going back to that woman on the lap pull down, I think it opens up quite a few about gym etiquette. I hope she sees this. Quite a few. I'm sure she will. I think we actually went from four to six. To it's eight amazing. to maybe eight and a half. I'm sorry, how many more sets do you have? Quite a few. Half, half person a few. watched last time. That was really <laughs> exciting for us. How about? I have like five. See, there he goes I have five again. sets left. There he goes. Quite a few. <laughs> <laughs> the truck is going just, downhill, just, and we just, lost his brake. Just ran right brakes. through. Just. We're not listening to you, Zach. It doesn't matter. Um. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's go. I think it uh, opens it up to gym etiquette. Gym etiquette. Yeah. I think, look, I think somebody comes up and asks you how long you're going to be on something. You don't got to be quite a, few. a dick about it. <laughs> like, yeah, I think it's, is it quite a few or is it one? Or is it 
five minutes. Or how about this? Is it- I don't care if you're doing German volume training and you yeah. have 10 sets. That's it, yeah. Exactly. So, hey, man, listen, I've got 10 sets and yeah. I'm running on a clock of 60 seconds. I'm yeah. going to say, man, good luck with that. Like, you yeah. know what? Like, enjoy. Like, people are like, quite a few. What are some other dick moves? Okay, let, let's let's get rid of oh the obvious. Oh, my God, I was let, dealing let, with it today. Let's get rid of some obvious oh. ones. Like, obviously not wiping stuff down, spitting your gum into the uh, yeah. into the, the, the water fountain. Uh, Pissing on the floor of the shower. See, we all know you've done it done. Pissing on the like, pissing no, on the urinals. No, pissing <laughs> in, no, I don't do that. Uh, pissing in, the, in front of the urinals. Like, like when you're sitting there, just piss all over the urinals. Oh, the guys I'm, are walking yeah. barefooted. Like, that's disgusting. Oh, I noticed. One of my biggest pet peeves, which doesn't <sighs> sound disgusting, but not cleaning up your weights. Yeah. Like, a, a guy today gets off the bench press. He leaves 135 on, and he just leaves the plate. And I'm like... What are you talking about? And then, I, he, I, I and then am, he hustles into the bathroom and pisses right. Yeah, in front and he of pisses right on the floor yeah. and he leaves his dirty laundry. <laughs> I had a I had a member who's no longer with us right now. The other day, he snapped on one of the coaches because he, one of the coaches is teaching a class. Yeah. They opened a window. It was it was cold. This was probably a couple months ago. And okay. the guy flipped out on one of the trainers and yelled at him. And he thought he was an intern. He's like, "You're just an intern anyway. You don't even matter." And he wow. like, literally like insulted him. And I sat the guy down. And I'm like, "One of my coaches." This is part of my family. And he's like, well, I'm assuming you want me to apologize to him. I'm like, listen, man, you can do whatever you want. I'm like, I'm letting you know right now I don't tolerate that behavior in here. And you don't treat people like that. And if you want to apologize, it's probably the right thing to do. And he never apologized. So, you know, I think it just, I mean, these are, these are character things. I don't think this is like, you say gym etiquette. I think this is life etiquette. Like, do you clean up after yourself? Clean up your weights. Do you piss on the floor at home and leave it there? Um... Do you yell at coaches or people who are trying to do their job, or do you, or do you sit there and vent and yell at a front desk that they're just, in, they're just there trying to, you know, do their job and put a smile on their face and do their best? Are you gonna? This is just, this is just life one hundred and one. If you're not gonna do those sort of things, then you're, then you're. You've an never ass. pissed in the shower at any gym. Of course I have. All right, just making sure. What kind of questions that? I definitely have not. You're lying. Yeah, I know. That time I was. Um, <gasps> that was good. Boom! But I, think we, but I think there's a couple others here. I think, that, more. I think there's a couple others, but I think it's important to kind of air some of these out because some people, I think you're right, they don't know how to differentiate um, th- the stuff that they wouldn't do at home to the stuff that they wouldn't do at a gym. And I think the weights is obviously the biggest one because it's super annoying and it's just basic. It's right. just basic. There's something I do that people can consider, well, that's not good gym etiquette. Like I, I train barefoot. Now, okay. this is another great. Now, oh. now, someone could say, "Well, wait a second. That's that's disgusting in your bare feet." And I'm like, first off, I shower twice a day. Secondly, I sanitize that club every day. I mean, we're literally running organic carpet cleaner on the turf. We're wiping and squeegeeing the floor down. I like if you've developed a tolerance to barefoot training. It's something I recommend right. if you are healthy and you have built that resiliency to it. Um, so it's something I enjoy doing. Am I going to show up? to powerhouse gym and train barefoot the answer is no right but i own this gym i know how clean it is and if you see the owner training with bare feet then you probably know he's never had a foot fungus then you're probably in pretty good shape to do so do you so, think it's because you have seven toes that they get all wet weirded out no i don't actually have 11 <laughs> you got it wrong um, i have an extra toe on my right foot right, so um yeah i think no but I, I i didn't think of it that way but yeah i think that it's also something that i think would just cause people to either go up and ask you like what the benefit is or why you're doing that right more more or less than a sanitary thing then, right but oh you, i have one for you yeah what about women we got to go back to the, sure we, we got to go back to this because I've, I've heard like i've seen women get mad at guys for checking them out in the gym 
Okay. okay. And they're very wearing very risque, risque, risque outfits. So like a woman in, is in there a few weeks ago and she's wearing this one piece. She's got a very nice figure, glutes, big chest. She's hanging out of so everything. She does a lot of bench press. She does a lot of bench press. Okay. She's and she's moving around the floor and some guy looked up at her and she got pissed off at him. And hmm. I'm thinking to myself, well, you don't have to dress like that then. Like, why are you like if you're going to go in there and just show some skin and you're going to be like, is it now? Is that good or is that bad? Am I taking the wrong approach there? Is it, you know, yes, women, you have you have right to wear whatever you want to wear. A guy can go in there wearing a crop top, you know, no I, sleeves. Is that right or is that wrong? I guess it's tricky because I I, I I think that's something you have to witness, right? If he's if the person is leering, oh, no, if he's sitting there with this if he's leering at her, yeah, yeah. yeah, then that's one thing. I mean, if if. But it's like you don't know. Like maybe this person is just looking for an argument. Maybe this person has had issues in the past. Like right. You don't really know what, what's going on there. Quite but, a few. <laughs> yeah. So you don't really know. But at the same time, I guess maybe I'm, I'm kind of hypersensitive to that stuff. Like, I, I mean, maybe it's like I'm just tunnel vision sometimes. Oh, and, I, I, I go the other way on yeah. it. I never want to be, you know, I don't want to be called out on I'm that. the same way. So like I, I, I can see that, but I could also see the guy being like, if, especially if he was it was something innocent being like, Oh man, like, Oh, I was laughing. I was at a 24 hour fitness in Las Vegas and this woman's up on a step mill and I turn around and I look at this guy and he's holding his camera phone right behind her and he's like this. And she just turned around and she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And I just, and he was like, Oh, but I I was, I was dying because I couldn't want, I couldn't believe this idiot was actually doing that. But I loved her response. I'm like, good for you. Like, And was he like, oh, I'm just uh, doing creepy stuff? And he's like, like, oh, oh, cool, thanks, just making sure. He just kind of walked off. He knew he was busted, but I was was dying. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. I can't believe you pulled that. Like, how could you do that? I wouldn't even, I don't know. I wouldn't have it in me to do that and then, like, you know, getting caught would be humiliating. This is human being 101. This is what I, I call human being 101. This is just like who you are and your upbringing and the type of person you are and manners and these specific things. Like, you could see how someone handles himself in the gym and it's not, you know, Quite a few. Yeah. It's just, you know, that's not, I'm never going to leave that. No, alone. I know. You really, do you, do you ever see her again? No. No. Do you see the same people there over and over or no? I, you know, I mean, a couple of people I do and they're actually really pleasant. What I like about the gym in Long Island is that everyone just stays to themselves and yeah. trains and they work hard and, you know, it's, it's not social hour. That's the one thing. The one thing, even even at drive, when I'm when I'm training, it's like we're there to train. We're not there to start. Like my staff knows not really to bother me unless it's an emergency or if they need something quick. And so, with the emergence of a lot of boutique gyms, and I mean, I don't know if that's you know, I I don't know where I'm going to go with this. So maybe mm-hmm. stay with me or help guide sure, me here. Sure. So, do you think that that's actually helped or hindered? Uh, focus in the sense like so you go to a box gym and a lot of people kind of meander right yeah. so you go to these boutique gyms and you can either go to somebody who might run you through a class that could run you down and hurt you or help you find something that's going to help you you know find something you like so it's also more expensive so i'm not sure like there's like the private club like yours there's a lot of boutique gyms that are specialized like you have uh you know some of the ocr type gyms you have some of the the I think of boutique gyms as like Barry's Boot Camp sure. or SLT. Like yeah. I think of just, or like Rumble. Yeah. And you know, a lot of times I've seen those classes and I, and the word I use is fluffy mm-hmm. because there is such a cluster fuck of, it's like this big mishmash of movements. 
and listen, I'm not, I'm not denying that running is bad, or I'm, I'm sorry, I'm not saying that running is bad, or I'm not saying that push-ups are bad. I just think what happens is you're bringing uh, most of the people coming in there are deconditioned to begin with, and you're putting them through this whole mishmash, this whole mess. We we call it at my gym, we call it the entertainment effect. Mm-hmm. So it's like turn up the heat, run them around, allow them to sweat turn music on, throw sexy women into a room, and you got a good formula. Yeah. But is it necessarily good? Is it necessarily what they need to improve in general? Now, you can get in better shape, right? but are you in there more for the entertainment? Are you in there more for the social? Are you in there more to look like that you're boxing and just breaking a sweat and staring at the woman, the women right next to you or vice versa? Like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of the more the impression that I get because a lot of these boutiques are continually trying to fill these classrooms with models and beautiful people to create this aura, to create this culture in there that, oh my God, like I went for this workout and the the women, I've never in my life been like, God, I went for this workout. The women were incredible. I've never, it's just something I've never said. Yeah. When I was, used to go to Miami or used to go to Vegas and be out at the pool and was single. Yes, we would come home and be like, the women were absolutely beautiful. It was absolutely incredible. It was just a different. It was See, just... I would be like, man, the sun was hot. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the sun was just blistering. Yeah, I man, I needed more sunscreen. My, my banana hammocks were just riding up way too. The tan line for my banana hammocks. I should have worn my my, my singlet. Uh, the yeah. pole I brought to the to the pool was just yeah. a little too sharp for me. I, I guess it's because I mean, and maybe it's in. I don't know if it's outside of New York City. I haven't looked at the stats in a while, but like. You see a lot of the pop up around here and having, you know, you've been stationed in the same place for a long time. So yeah. you've seen them come and go. You've seen the names change. Yeah. You've seen other types of gyms pop up and then you've seen them go away. So I don't know how and when or where some of these, like where this trend goes from here. You know, how, how this ends up. I, you know, I think going. it's going to become even more diluted. I think people are still like, I see a lot of finance guys who are saying, oh, yeah, I worked finance for 20 years and you know, I'm going to open three pilates studios and they start pumping this stuff up and if they start doing well good for them and you know what they're not all bad like some of these boutiques are really changing people's lives and creating a good culture and a good community and you know yada 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 but i I do believe it's a different type of individual who's going to that then you know that might be going and doing you know a program like us or and it's fine i'm not saying one's better than the other but i just think that you have to understand that the outcome is probably going to be significantly different. Well, I know that there's definitely some places in <clears throat> the city that are specifically targeting celebrities or higher tier clientele. Well, I, well, I think it's bullshit. Yeah. First off, because I, I, pro- I could, you know, I, I, I really shouldn't be saying this, but I, I probably would go on record to say that I probably host more celebrities in my club than anyone else. I don't even like to advertise it because it's just it's not something that, I don't put a flag outside of my gym. Maybe you should. No, I don't want to. No, I be, 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 because it's not like what am I doing? Am I Maybe am I'll I sitting there? Am I sitting there Maybe to I'll host celebrities and models, or mm-hmm. am I sitting there to help change lives and improve people's well-being? Uh, it's the second. The jury's out. It's the second. But I'm not sitting there trying to push that because I, I feel like a lot of these gyms that are pushing that they're just, you know, it's very fluffy. So I let love me that get word the, fluffy. I just want to make sure I got this right. So your gym is all about celebrity. And not at all about function. <laughs> no, I, but but that's also why you've been able to stay in business so long right. because you put quality first, right? And that it just happens I have celebrities in my place. Yeah, that's they, all they happen to be there, which is also because it's low key. They they keep showing up. They feel Whereas a lot of other places want the celebrities or hot people um, to show up because they think it's going to keep attracting people. But how do you also keep 
attracting that many people without just throwing people free memberships or having free well, classes. My business is built on word of mouth. Not you. I yeah. meant that, like with them. Like there's, there's, there's. I see. Oh, I, I get what you're saying. You know okay. what I mean? Like, so you you invite a lot of. We get a lot of invites here. Uh, when something opens or there's some, you know, and sometimes, uh, well, I used to go more than I do now. I don't really have the time to, but I, st- I stopped going because I, I thought it was, I just felt like I wasn't getting as much out of it than I wanted to because I was going more for the physical aspect of it than the networking. And I, I can go to plenty of other networking events. So yeah, I'm like, man, like, what are they trying to get out of this? They're trying to get some exposure, trying yeah. to get some, some write-ups, right. but who are they ultimately trying to get to come here all the time? And how is this really working? I don't think they really care. Yeah. I think when you deal with boutiques, it's a numbers game. Yeah. I think when you walk in a rumble and you see 60, you know, 60 stations and 30 of them are, you know, your resistance training station, like, you know, your little box with your little dumbbells and bands and all that stuff. And you have 30 bags. I think it's clear when you're pumping 60 people into a class with one coach, it's clearly a volume play. Mm -hmm. That's all you want. You just want to be able to get as many people in to drop that 35 or 40 bucks for the, for the 45 minutes to an hour. That's, that's 100%. Now, yes. What are they doing with the women? Are they, do I know for a fact that a lot of these spots, not mentioning names are giving free memberships, starting ambassador programs, um, allowing models to come in for free, and in exchange, they have to put up social media. Absolutely. Early on in my business, when social media became big, I tried it and it just didn't really work for me. It was a direction that in the beginning, I think I had 15 to 20 ambassadors to help promote the club and draw some type of a buzz. It just didn't really work for me. It's not my clientele. No one really cared. And I had more, um, more uh, a couple of the models in there were like, Making a mess of the locker rooms, and they didn't really appreciate it. And finally, I just kind of discontinued the program. Peeing and, on the floor in front of the urinals. Peeing on the floor in front of the urinals, and yeah. You, but you're you're part of some ambassador programs now. No. No. Me? Yeah. No. Huh. I'm not. I'm not an ambassador. No. For anything, I'm a, I'm a, I'm you know I'm a I'm a actual partner of a, of some companies. Oh. So like Halo, I'm a I'm a partner. I'm the chief marketing officer. I'm sorry, chief wellness officer. I get a salary. I have equity in the company, like stuff like that. These are products I believe in, but like I, I, I get ambassador deals offered to me probably weekly, and I won't. I just won't take them because. So, so give for, an example of what they offer you and like what it would entail. Well, some of the ambassador deals. It's like someone calling you up and saying, uh, "We want you to promote our product, and in exchange, we're going to give you a commission off of every unit sold." And I, I won't do it. Like that's not what I do. I'm not there to work off commission. I'm there. I'm not there to become a salesperson. Now, if there's a brand that I believe in and I love, and I'm like, "Wait, this is something I would take and promote or give to my kids, or I have complete ownership over it." Meaning, like Frosted Flakes. For, I love Frosted Flakes. Just the right amount. <laughs> wow, of, I just threw that out there. Just the right <laughs> amount. Of, just the right amount of sweetness. I, just, I was just crunch. thinking Tony the Tiger. He's so. Actually, yeah, he's, I haven't had Frosted Flakes in ages. You just got me in the mood for cereal. Yeah, yeah. So ambassador programs, I wouldn't go and do. But yeah, yeah there there are a lot of people out there that are you know signing deals with deals with uh, brands, and the deals are for them to do a certain amount of Instagram stories, a certain amount of Instagram posts, to sit there and to push product out there, and these influencers will get a commission off of you know that's when they're normally putting coupons in there fine but like epicured i'm i'm a i'm a part owner in halo i'm a part owner in um 
on running I actually work for. I'm a salaried employee from on running, and then the rest is you know drive and my apps and, and that stuff. So yeah, but these are all things that I like. I, the only sneakers I wear on, I love them. So it's easy for me to push and promote, and I'll do there. I'll do some speaking. I'll do some social media for them. But this is stuff that I believe in. It's right. something I enjoy. By the way, I don't need any shoes. So thanks for offering. Oh, I gotta get you a shirt first. <laughs> <laughs> a red one, size medium. Well, that was a nice, that was a nice uh, swerve there. Uh, but that's cool. I'll just buy them. Shoot, yeah. I'll just spend the hundred and fifty bucks on them. Are they that much money? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm just I guessing. Know. I don't know. I get them for free. Yeah. I'm an ambassador. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. As the <laughs> ambassador would. As um, an ambassador would. All right, everyone. I'm Don Saladino. This is Zach Ziegler, and that was our episode of Muscle and Fitness Reps. The next few weeks we're going to start bringing on some guests so we have some surprises for you guys okay and this is by popular demand because people have been requesting and we've been uh, fulfilling those requests so stay tuned if you got any questions you can reach out to us at reps at muscleandfitness.com um you can go to don's instagram at don saladino thank you You can can go go to zach's instagram at z raz yes z raz i rarely update it which he rarely updates and um, he has a nice picture of himself emulating this in his banana hammock. So if you guys have any questions, you can DM us or um, what I'd reps like. at muscleandfitness.com. And these guests are going to be really awesome. Yeah. They're, they're top Big secret time. because we know who they are. Big time. Big time. So until next time. Thanks, guys.